I have no allegiance to anybody. Hopefully, line shit up. Hopefully, mother. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Go. Are we rolling? We are. Podcast where two creepy looking weirdos talk dirty to each other. Nope. That's uh <laughs> I think that's something you do on a different night, pal. That's not this one. Are you into the dirty talk, man? Do you do that kind of thing? <laughs> Ever? I gotta be honest, it makes me feel kinda awkward. I just never really know. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you just haven't found your um you just haven't found what works for you then. I right? just come across way too offensive, you know? I'll be like, Oh wait, hey, yeah. I can see that for sure. You <laughs> The look on your face, honestly, was. <laughs> It'll all be edited out. There's no possible fucking way. Yeah. 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 All right. You've never said anything like that before. So you're you're but you 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 have that kind of confidence, eh? Sure. Do you get vocal? I feel there's a there's a good spot to be for everything. Okay. You just got to uh, see and... what works. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But there's certainly like, I know my zone of operation. Zone of operation. I like that. Man. I would say. Yeah, yeah because I mean, there's, I mean, of where I feel comfortable. Okay. Yeah. Good. Like where it keeps the, keeps the mood in the right spot. I like that, man. I would say. Yeah. What yeah. else? What, 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 what are the kind of things are, are like, uh, are, uh, exist within this zone of operation? Do you have any kind of like tunes that you, do you have like a playlist or anything like that that you no. put on? No. Start off with a little Barry White? No. Nothing like that? No. no. Uh, maybe I'll have to add it to the list. Throw on some. Adult movies, nothing like that. No, no. Set, no. Them, set the tone that way. <laughs> no, no. You don't think that's a good go-to? Maybe I don't know. First date, just throw on some porn. Hey, what do you think of this? Have you ever tried that? Surprisingly, no, no. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, but you know what? Respect anybody that no, maybe not respect, but I mean, like, uh, well, there was always that. I think wasn't it Seinfeld where they had that one episode where the where where, where they had that one guy where like his move. Would just be like to wait for the girl to go to the washroom and she come back out. He'd be completely naked. And it's I don't like, remember that one. There we go. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's a move. You know, it's it's, it's a move. Yeah. yeah, it'll 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 get you some answers real quick. <laughs> Whether or not that's going to be positive or negative. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you I guess won't be guessing out. after that. <laughs> so. Ah, it's so weird, man. Those days are so behind me. I just I can't imagine. <laughs> Well, look, if you ever wanted to take a, uh, you know, a, a page out of that playbook, just know that that option is available to you. Just wait till they use the bathroom and yeah, then... and then just they come out and you're just... You buck? Know, you're, you're El Fresco. Yeah, you're Buck. <laughs> you're, you're Uncle yeah, Buck. I don't, Uncle, great movie. Shout out to John Candy if you're listening up in heaven. Great movie. All right. He was great. He was Wasn't hilarious. he the fucking best man? Yeah, he was super good. Have you ever seen Planes, yep. Trains? Okay, yeah, yeah. so I watched that movie for the first time. 
probably nine months ago. Okay. And the only reason why is because I was listening to a podcast with, uh, we've talked about it before on this podcast called Dudesy, which yeah. is like an artificial intelligent podcast. And the guy who, who, who is one of the co-hosts on there, Will Sasso, said that by the end of that movie, if you aren't a weeping mess, you are not a human being. And I watched it till the end, and I was like, I think you kind of needed to see it maybe back in the yeah. 80s when it was made. I, yeah, I was like, I get it, mess, but, but do you like, did it, did it hit you? Like, did you see it once upon it? Like, did you see it when it was actually released in the. I, I think I'd seen some of it back, 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 back. Back, back, back. Um, yeah. And then. I've I've watched it recently as well, and recent is going to be really loose because the last probably four years or so, I kind of can't remember what's at the beginning of those mm-hmm. four years and what's at the tail end. But yeah, 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 yeah. I don't I don't remember being a weeping mess, but it's good. It is good. Yeah, he's it's, awesome. It's, it's it, it, I've watched a fair vintage. few of his movies. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the great outdoors, like that guy. He great was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the fucking classic man. Who is Harry Crumb? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just the best worst detective ever. <laughs> Classic, yeah. And he died of a uh, it was a heroin overdose, I guess. Hey, was that what it was? I don't know. I just made that up. Oh, I, I don't that, think so. No, I, I no. for whatever reason, a lot of those bigger comedians, Belushi, um, Farley, uh, I think Belushi was. Yeah, they were both lots into yeah. drug drug issues. Candy. Uncle Buck is one of my most favorite movies, though. Even today, man, that holds up. Yeah. Do you think it holds up for somebody even now watching it for the first time? For whatever reason, again, that was one that I watched back in the day, and I was like, this is a... I think so. Yeah. It's sort of a bit of timeless comedy. Macaulay Culkin's fucking hilarious, hilarious. in it, too. <laughs> Have you seen that guy recently? <laughs> no. He was on Rogan's podcast probably yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. He's doing okay? I mean, for a guy that, you know, as far as child actors are concerned, um, you know, not a lot of them turn out okay, but he, yeah. he seemed to figure it out somewhat, I suppose. Yeah. Well, and he was, I'm not sure I could think of a more sort of famous child actor than him. Yeah. Like that that really has ever been. Shirley Temple, maybe. She was a big childhood actor? Well, that was like before our time. Yeah. I think that was like black and white kind of thing. Yeah. She was the first kind of like sweetheart of the whole child actor generation. But he was kind of right in the mix of you know, media was more available. I mean, granted, yeah, those movies were on VHS and whatnot, but Mm -hmm. still, it was still like this, it was the beginning of the era where you could go to the blockbuster and rent a movie and you had all these, you know, things were more readily accessible and that's when he was a massive star. And Man, you know what? Do you remember those days? Yeah, Yeah. Would you, like, I just, I feel like that's been replaced now. Like the days of going to Roger's video blockbuster, (laughs) like with your girlfriend and just like, venturing through that yeah. place looking at the new releases it was and fun it was yeah. it was an outing you know yeah. and now you just kind of mindlessly scroll through netflix until you find something that you until you don't find anything and just go to sleep <sighs> there's me. something about but two... going to going to the blockbuster and hoping to get the new release because they'd have like 50 copies of it and they'd all be gone and gone. then you'd be like can you check in the return That's bin if right. there's one there <laughs> you might get like a gem in there yeah. and they'd be like Good news. Yeah. We found one in here. You're like, oh, it's going to be a good night. Yeah. We don't have to watch fucking, you know, Who Pretty Woman for the 17th time. Yeah. 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 That's weird, man. Once upon a time, you couldn't just have whatever you wanted at your fingertips. No. You actually had to run the risk of maybe not getting what you wanted. Yeah. There's something okay about that. <laughs> for sure. You know? Yeah. Uh, 
it's uh, not that it was that difficult to go and rent a movie, but still, Even, you, had to, you had to get in the car, you had to go there, you had to cross your fingers that what you wanted was going to be there. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Video games, completely different story because they wouldn't have 50 <laughs> yeah, copies of Resident no. Evil. I'll tell you that right now. No. And it was some asshole who just kept it in his basement and just yeah. racked up $1,000 for the late fees. Yeah. Never paid him. Yeah. Fuck you, Jarrett. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Jim and I are going to wrap up our series here, I think, on the eight different uh, types of love according to the ancient Greeks. Now, if you've been following us for the last three episodes now, I think, Jim, uh, yep. we've been we've been breaking this down. Uh, we, we cover two of these every episode. And I'll be honest with you, man, uh, I, I really enjoyed this article. Uh, again, it's called, it's from LonerWolf.com. Uh, I feel like I've learned a lot. And I think that every time that we, you know, tackle uh, a part of this article, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's interesting to know that once upon a time, I don't know if you can put a, uh, I'm, I'm really bad with the BCs and the ADs and all this kind of stuff. But <laughs> okay. when it came to like the Greeks and Socrates and, yeah. you know, all these brilliant minds, these philosophers from, you know, a, a, a billion years, like what time frame is that even where they were coming up with these concepts that still make sense today in the year yeah. 2023? Yeah. It's it's it's. Do you it, know what it it's is? thousands of years old. Yeah, it's BC. It is BC. Yeah. Okay. There's stuff on both sides, on both sides of, uh, you know, the, that uh, faithful December twenty fifth night. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Shout out to Christ if you're listening. That guy. Right. <laughs> okay. So now we're we're up to number seven. Jim, do you want to go first here? Yeah. I don't even know how to say this word. I would have to say it's probably philosia. Philotia, something like Philotia, that. Yeah. What does that mean? Philotia or self-love. That's what the it Greeks is. understood that in order to care for others, we must first learn to care for ourselves. Boom. This form of self-love is not the unhealthy vanity and self-obsession that is focused on personal fame, gain, and fortune, mm -hmm. as is the case with narcissism. Mm -hmm. Instead, Philotia, 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 I don't know, man, is self-love in its healthiest form. It shares the Buddhist philosophy of self-compassion, which is the deep understanding that only once you have the strength to love yourself and feel comfortable in your own skin will you be able to provide love to others. Yeah. As Aristotle put it, all friendly feelings for others are an extension of a man's feelings for himself. Oh, dude, okay, stop there for a sec. This is so good. <laughs> I really like this. Yeah. The strength to love yourself. It does take a lot of strength to love yourself, doesn't it? Well, and I think what's even more sort of poignant about it is the awareness of it. True. And I, it was like that whole idiom, cliche, however you want to, um, what is it? You can't love someone until you love yourself. I've heard that. Yeah. I used to roll my eyes at that one a, a, quite a bit, but um, I don't anymore. Like it makes sense to me. Right. You know, it, it really does because... When you're on the path of, of loving yourself, and, and I don't know where that measure is about fully loving yourself, but when you're when you're consciously aware of it and you and intending to it, yeah, and doing doing the things, the regular daily, weekly, monthly, yearly things, where like it really shows that you do love yourself, then I think that you're not. And we've spoken about this lots. You don't. You're not looking. You're not looking for love on the outside. That's right. You're not looking to receive right you know like you're not looking for anyone to fill the areas that you feel are empty mm -hmm. it's more so that 
you probably get an understanding of you want to give and in giving that is what you receive i love that man you know i love that and so uh it's a real it's a real big one i i don't know i i just i'm a really really big proponent about this aspect of of one's personal being self-care self-worth self-esteem self-confidence self-love 100 percent. and it's like that is how you are just inherently sort of unintentionally the the best for everyone else it's yeah. like you don't even have to try to mm-hmm. be the best for everyone else because you are being the best for yourself right which just translates that way naturally oh 100 man and what a wonderful gift to bring to a potential relationship when you're bringing uh uh, a full version of yourself that's you know already saturated in self-love i just think that that's i don't know there's a, there's 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 a lot of beauty in that when you bring the the 100 percent and the 100 percent to Bingo. the relationship not the 50 50 exactly yeah exactly all right uh, keep going yeah um you cannot share what you do not have oh there you go <laughs> put it on a tombstone right if you if you do not love yourself, you cannot love anyone else either. Hmm. The only way to truly be happy is to find that find that unconditional love for yourself. Often, learning to love yourself involves embracing all the qualities you perceive as unlovable. This is where shadow work comes in. Okay, so let's do shadow work on a separate episode because I, sure. I I'm hearing that a lot lately. I don't necessarily even fully understand what that means. Yeah, I would have to do some. Yeah, I don't know. I, I find it interesting. Also, this. Um, Often learning to love yourself involves embracing all the qualities you perceive as unlovable. So mm. do you think that, you know, if you feel there are aspects of you that are unlovable, I mean, that, that can mean a lot of different things as well. Yeah, it's heavy. Do you, do you think that those would be things that you'd want to transform though? Like, well, wouldn't they need to be, man, if they were things that weren't necessarily beneficial? Like, I mean, when I think about maybe certain parts of myself that are unlovable, Maybe they're unlovable because they're not benefiting me in some ways, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, some people have problems with, well, and, and, and this is probably where you and I having a better understanding of what shadow work is yeah. would, would probably help us out here. But like, there, there has to be aspects of yourself that are toxic that you can work on improving that don't necessarily, like, do you treat those with love? It's interesting. Yeah, I'm sort of a little bit stuck on this one because I guess, you know, maybe the things that you can't change, it's not necessarily that those are things that would fall into the category of unlovable or something like right, that. Right, right, right. And, and I guess maybe those things that you can change, those would be the things that you'd focus on. And if you're practicing true intentional self-love, then those things become more evident, you know? Oh, good. Um, the contrast. Do you think there must be a lot of people out there that feel certain ways about themselves that just think, because I don't love these aspects of me, nobody else will. For sure. Which is yeah untrue. You know, that's a story yeah. that you're telling yourself that yeah. just simply isn't true. Yeah. I think we all struggle with that. Yeah. I don't want to speak on anyone else's behalf, but I'll speak on my own. Totally. Yeah. All right. Well, this is it, man. Yeah. We're, 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 we're down to agape, which is selfless love. So the highest and most radical type of love, according to the Greeks, is agape, or selfless, unconditional love. Okay, see where this goes. This type of love is not the sentimental outpouring that often passes as love in our society. 
It has nothing to do with the condition-based type of love that our sex-obsessed culture tries to pass as love. Agape is what some call spiritual love. It is an unconditional love bigger than ourselves, a boundless compassion, an infinite empathy. This is heavy, man. Mm. It is what the Buddhists describe as metta, or universal loving kindness. It is the purest form of love that is free from desires and expectations and loves regardless of the flaws and shortcomings of others. Agape is the love that is felt for that which for that which we intuitively know as the divine truth, the love that accepts, forgives, and believes for our greater good. Jesus. He would probably be a guy that would be doing that, yeah. <laughs> I think he's kind of perfected it. Yeah. Wow, what like, a way to end this, man. Him Jeez. and Mother Teresa, I think, and that would probably be it. Yeah, I think, yeah, she, she's got to be in that uh, that Final Four kind of thing, eh? <laughs> yeah. I think that's really the one where you you literally just see everyone as light. So so that, that's actual enlightenment then at that yeah, point, I Yeah, yeah, and it's very... Um, it's very familiar sounding, I'd say. Probably, probably walks quite in concert with the book that I'm almost done reading, the Transcending the Levels of Consciousness. So I'm basically at the end, which is like the upper levels of enlightenment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that's what it is. You know, it's basically like where you've essentially dissolved all boundaries. You hate. Hate is just not. No it's longer not an even a thing. It's, like... it's not even. It's. It doesn't even exist. You know, at that level, it's just you, you are, you are everything and everything is you. And then because you have that cultivated self-love, then you just know to, you love everything because you are, you know, you are everything you've transcended everything. Right. So it's, that's what it feels pretty reminiscent of. That shouldn't feel so impossible. Right. You know, like, I feel like we have so many kind of, um, outside factors that, are constantly kind of coming at us yeah. that prevent us from seeing that that kind of love is possible. You know, there's so much like messages of hate and division and we're exposed to maybe, um, you know, the, the, the awfulness of society so many different and, and, and around so many different corners that we forget sometimes that like that love exists. And I mean, I don't know, like the, there has to be a concentrated effort to try and, zero in on that now now are you are, are we fooling ourselves into thinking that that's all there is when there's so much terribleness out there at the same time how do you mean well i mean like if you're if you're saying to yourself it's all unconditional love and i'm going to try and experience love in its purest form by focusing on just that mm-hmm. isn't that you know a bit disingenuous based on how things are within this reality i get what you're saying uh- I don't think so. No, I think it's, I think it's a practice in moving the consciousness. Like it's moving, advancing, evolving your own consciousness, which contributes to all of the consciousness. Right. Mm, Right. And the thing is, is it makes me think of the concept of manifestation, you know, where people will, and I did this at one time myself where you'd scoff and roll your eyes and say, Oh, if I just think of something and believe in it and have faith, it'll come to be true. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It is true, but the thing that I think most people miss about that is that you have to unequivocally believe it. Which is difficult. You have to unequivocally have faith in it. Like you can't have one iota of doubt. Impossible for most people. 
impossible for pretty much everybody, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. You really have to practice and work at it. And so this unconditional love thing, it's, you can't even get the slightest shred of frustrated if someone cuts you off on the road. Jeez. If the person in front of you at in line, you know, their credit card doesn't work and you're like, <laughs> fucking this guy. You know what I mean? You can't have any of that. It's just, you're the guy in front of you in line. Yeah, the guy you, trying to scan a banana at the self-checkout. Yeah. Yeah, right. There's <laughs> <laughs> no barcode, bro. Um, 4011-94011 if you're getting organic bananas. Um, you, you literally just see everything as an extension of you. Mm, I like that, man, because isn't that really what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's cultivating it and practice and like you're alluding to and saying there's so much around us that stands in the way of that that right. acts to pull us away from that yes i mean i hope one day i mean i don't know if it's going to be in our lifetime but i hope one day the world shifts in a direction where those outside influences that are negative decrease or disappear so that people can actually focus more on this stuff and move more in this direction. You know what, man? Like, it's just, why can't it be like that? You it know? can. It, it really can. I, I, and and I, I agree with you. You know, it's just, it's too bad that we just don't believe it. You know? Yeah. Like, there's always war. There's always famine. There's always reasons to not believe. Yeah. But, for you know, if we could somehow just kind of, everybody get on the same page and somehow focus towards i don't know something something man you yeah. know it's 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 very much in um the balance is kept but the weightedness of it is so skewed whereby 10% of the good is keeping the balance of the 90% of the not good and imagine if we could bump that up to 20%, yeah. 30%. Right. My God, what a difference that would make. It know? would. And then I think what really ends up happening is it's just, it sort of is a bit floodgate-ish, right? And when right. you start getting that, then it's just like this landslide of yeah, of, of positivity and, and optimism and goodwill. and. Well, that's what we preach here, man. You know, positively, positivity, goodwill. Yeah. And, uh, you know, God bless us, everyone. Yeah. Shout out to Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna end it there cricket yeah man fucking a i love you brother love you too peace out